Hi. I'm Shannon. I'm Emma. And welcome to This Podcast Doesn't Exist. Welcome, welcome, friends. Hello. Yes, welcome to any new friends that have found us through Amazon Podcasts, Podvine, or any of the other places we've added ourselves since we finally remembered to check our email. Uh, both of us got <laughs> new phones and realized uh, <laughs> recently that we did not log into the podcast Gmail <laughs> on either of our phones. So that was a fun uh, series of emails and forwarding <laughs> to each other of like, hey, wait, can you send me, can you send me the verification code? Oh, yeah. Okay. Can you sign us in over here? Okay. Just, uh, uh, uh. It was, it was a ridiculous French farce of both of us going, oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> what I will say, uh, there were no heart farts. I know. It was just I a checked. lot of emails from Twitter and TikTok, <laughs> like automated yeah. emails. I was like, thank you. Goodbye. <laughs> Get out of here. We're all good. Thank y'all. Um, so that said, if you would like to write into us or find any of our episodes, our social medias, our playlists, playlists, you say. Yeah, they're in the link tree of our Instagram. Where can you find any of that information? This podcast doesn't exist. Dot com. Dot com. Dot com. Wow. I know. Magic. I'm layering um, in there. Yeah. It's a good time. It's a cool website. It's super, super cute. It's you like, should go check yeah. it out. Yeah, it's basically a one-stop shop for all the places that you could go. For all things TPDE. Yeah, follow us all the places, uh, download, subscribe, you know, write a review if you're feeling fancy. Yeah, we haven't had a new a new review in a while, so if yep. you've been listening consistently to us and you still haven't had a chance to write us a little quick, hey, you great, hey, hey, I would hey. really like that. If you don't think that we're great, I mean... Go ahead, write it. You we'll have free will, but like criticism. Yeah. We're willing to be open to it. <laughs> willing, know? willing to be open to it. Yeah, I'm not promising anything because <laughs> you know this is our show. So you know, it's our baby. It's one of those things. This it's is our... not like a job. Uh, it is. This is not an annual review. We don't have to answer to you. No, no. <laughs> but we will. We will answer you. If you write us something, uh, we love a, a podcast suggestion. Yes, which I am racking up. And those have now been instead of, you know how like you'll put your to be read books like on your side table and you're like, it doesn't matter what I'm feeling. I'm going to just keep through and keep going. No. Oh, I don't okay. know what that's like. I, I mean, have so, to do that sometimes. Sort of. In terms of like, this book is due to the library in four exactly. days. So but like, I, so, so at least one week every summer when we go on vacation wherever we go i will bring a like stack either virtual or real of books to mm -hmm. be read with me right and what i'll do is because you know how you like you like finish a book and you get that kind of like withdrawal where you're like oh i don't want to start another one because i'm still kind of lamenting the old one i will yeah. not let myself do that i will literally pick up the next book and just start mm -hmm. reading yeah and so that i that's the only way i've found myself being able to get through book and i love it like every time i do it yeah. i'm like i'm so happy that i did this one because i'm finishing the books that i said i would read but also I'm really enjoying these books. Yeah. Like, I, and, and a lot of the time you get yourself stuck in that kind of wallowy place and you just don't read the next one. Yeah. Yeah. So, I, try and, I try and read one chapter of the new book. 
I think like that's the fair. same night that yeah. I finish it. But that's how I'm now stacking my my topics it. because maybe someday I'll actually get the books back that you borrowed. <laughs> yes, I still have the Midnight not, Library. Not in a shady way of like I need them back, but like I have a little thing in my yes, book she journal does. of like, don't worry. I think you and Marissa from work have about the same number of books checked out at Great. this point. I'm so uh, glad. but the, I'm the just Library like, of Shannon. Like, oh yeah, I did force Emma to borrow that book. <laughs> Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. So that will be like the way that I'm going to be doing my research now. So feel free to stock me up, you guys, because they're just, I'm just going to go in order of the Mm. things that people have given me. Yeah. It was fun going through the inbox. um, Well, not the inbox, but the folder in the email of like topic suggestions. suggestions. It's just like, oh, we've done that. Like Jesse, way back at the beginning, our first listener's suggestion was Bigfoot. Oh. We did that. You're welcome. I made you a bumble and everything. Done. Like, different Uh, ones. There was another one that I thought about starting last night. Because, hi, of course, I was starting my research last night. Uh, None of you are surprised. And if you're surprised, you're new here. Welcome. But I was like, that's too much. I can't. (laughs) I can't do this in the amount of time that I've left myself. But I will do it for the next time. I do have a tab on my... It's right here. Future pod. It's a group of tabs. There you go. Because I love grouping things. I do too. I love those. 10 out of 10. Any other housekeeping for the people? I love you. Or the cryptids or any other life forms that are listening? I love you. That's it. That's all I got. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Alrighty. Moving right along. What do we got today? Uh, Look, I know I'm a little late for Easter. Oh! but, uh, (laughs) But hopefully... Uh, our listeners won't mind. <laughs> Today we're keeping a local with the creepy tale <gasps> of Clifton, Virginia's Bunny Man Bridge. Dude, I'm not fucking lying to you. This, had I not done what I did for my episode. <laughs> oh, I'm so nervous. No, I, I'm not, I'm not lying to you. Had I not done what <sighs> I did for my episode, it was between my episode and this <laughs> truly well i'm glad you picked the other one i'm so glad i picked the other we did one not converse the way we usually do no we didn't i was like there's no way Shannon i was would laying do that. in bed last night and i was like watch this will be the time <laughs> that we show up with the same i was episode. so close and the only reason i didn't was because i was like i don't feel like scaring myself tonight that's why i didn't do my i found my sources last night and then i was like i'm gonna do all my chores and i'll wake up and i'll finish my research in the morning dude i'm so excited (laughs) i'm so excited i love this i i unfortunately know a little too much about this oh man well you might know more than me well that probably not i haven't i haven't researched it in a while so that's so funny but did you like my my hop (laughs) i hop fully you're you're very funny uh you got the puns of a of a 40 year old dad and gotta keep it going thanks you're welcome i do have the lemon shirt Yes, you do. Yes, Um, you do. You and Donnie share a lemon. Well, you don't share it. You have each have the same. Two separate versions of the same shirt. What if we was just parenthood of the the parenthood of the 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 traveling lemon shirt? (laughs) True story. I thought about getting you one, but by the time I I thought about it, it was like out of season at Target. What I want is I want to go to Joanne's and I want to get fabric that is essentially that. Yeah. And make myself a dress. And then we want to try a date wearing the same thing. I am so up for this. People. The only person who probably won't want to do it like wholeheartedly is Donnie. But only because. If you're boring to the, say so. It's the embarrassment factor. He doesn't, want, he doesn't want to be perceived. He doesn't want to be perceived. Well, then stop talking to everybody, <laughs> Tani. 
they won't receive you if you don't be kind bet, to them. I bet if we if we present it as like for the bit, it's the bit. He'll do it. What if we get Brittany and Erica to do it too? So then it's like a group. It's not just great. Three I'll people. buy extra fabric. <laughs> great, everybody. Um, send in your order to the group chat. Do you yep. want like a a dad shirt? Do you want like a little skirt? Yeah, a little. It's like the sound of music, <laughs> but it's lemon fabric anyway i'm sorry. into this we're, we're the sorry lemon- boop, boop. Uh, parenthood of the traveling lemon shirt <laughs> Alrighty, so we're serious Emma. we're serious it's spooky it's spooky and scary the bunny man bridge <laughs> this one lane road in fairfax county runs under a railway overpass and is said to be haunted by a serial killer in a bunny costume which is it just makes me think of a Christmas story <laughs> and like instead of instead of growing up to be like a rather normal person he grew up to be this <laughs> things things took a turn <laughs> lore has it if you speak his name three times at midnight on Halloween night he'll appear but don't expect to survive <laughs> he'll slash your throat and leave your body dangling from the bridge cute cute <laughs> okay so we're going to talk about the legends because there are multiple. Of course um, there are. <laughs> according to Patricia Johnson, a researcher from the University of Maryland, this creepy landmark has 54 different variations. Wow. The, like the story of this landmark. Jeez. 54 different variations. But most seem to agree that the cause of the trouble originated in the year 1970. Uh, well, all the psychedelics. Yeah. Uh, granted, this paper that she wrote was published in 1973. So who knows how many variations are running amok in high school hallways these days? Oh, truly. Gotta be thousands. So many. Um, yes. According to one of the legends, in the early 20th century, deep in the woods that divided the town of Clifton from Fairfax Station, there was an asylum for the insane. <laughs> At some point, the asylum closed and the residents were pulled Nope. They were piled into a bus, bound for Lorden Prison. Their bus crashed, releasing the crazed criminals. While most were found dead or recovered, two managed to escape for a time. Not long after the crash, the body of one of the convicts was found hanging from the Colchester overpass and, according to some accounts, had a note attached signed, The Bunny Man. <laughs> What's the what's the sound a bunny makes? It's <laughs> very terrifying. <laughs> the search continued for Douglas Grifton. And by Grifton I mean Griffin. There's no T. <laughs> the so called bunny man. And several half eaten rabbits were said to be found hanging in the trees in the area. Then on Halloween night. Several teens were hanging out under the bridge, as you do, potentially making fun of Griffin, depending on the version of the story. <laughs> At the stroke of midnight, they were attacked. The next morning, they were found hanging from the bridge, gutted like bunnies. <laughs> In some versions of the tale, the killer was cornered, but then hit by a passing train before he could be apprehended. 
I'm so sorry. And that's I don't the mean, end of that version. I don't mean to be laughing at the content. Obviously, yeah. terrifying, scary, gross. It's it's more that your scary you, voice. You don't like my BuzzFeed Unsolved voice? <laughs> that's what it is. That's what it is. Look, it's Ryan Vergara's BuzzFeed Unsolved I'm voice. just trying to lend a certain air of, oh you're doing great instead of just like yeah and then they were gutted like bunnies <laughs> no i need to do that i need to do that i'll do the next part great like that. perfect oh, i just <laughs> you know those times where you get mad at me for writing in shannon tries to scare emma <laughs> yeah it, it's it's just it's the voice <laughs> it makes me giggle Whatever. Because it's like three registers below your normal voice. <laughs> Whatever. There we go. There it is. <laughs> Just wait till we're in the woods and I'll oh god, no, and I'll no, freak you no. Out. I will be. I will be terrified. You guys, we have, we oh, have a. Oh yeah, I'm oh, sharing a room with you, so never yeah, mind. Yeah, we're we're having a wife summit. All of Shannon's wives. Because yes. spoiler alert, I am not the only one. No. Um. Although I am the. No, I'm not the longest running. No. First wife, Sarah, is, is the longest running. She was running. on the pod. She was. Go Long time and, fans and, of the pod. Yep. Go and listen to Is Dull Woman to hear Miss Sarah. Um, but we're having wife summit. Yes. So it's all four of Shannon's wives. And me. And, of and course, Penny. and Shannon. And, and the Pennington monster. And we're going to go in November to a cabin in Shenandoah. We say a cabin. It's like a house. It is a it's house. A full, it's a full-on house. house. But it's in the middle of the uh, But we, we picked this specific weekend uh, because the nearby town is having a grilled cheese festival. Dude, I'm so excited. I'm so excited. I'm bringing bowls of lactate. <laughs> yes. Good plan. You just have them put out like butter mints. Yeah. <laughs> but it's lactate. But it's lactate. The chewable ones. <laughs> Amazing. And that's one one day of the trip that we don't have to meal prep. Like No, because yeah, no, we're we'll all going to be, be like, so full of cheese. We'll just be like breakfast, grilled cheese, lunch, grilled, grilled cheese. cheese, a snack, grilled cheese, shooters of tomato soup, dinner. <laughs> Ooh, yes. <laughs> Do you think there's such a thing as a dessert grilled cheese? I bet you we could make one. Like apples and brie or something? Yeah, make something sweet. Marshmallow fluff instead of cheese. We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. Um. Anyway. Sorry, back to scary. Yeah, so like another version of the tale. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. <laughs> another version of the tale involves a man escaping from the local asylum. Of course. Crazed by the desire to avenge his murdered wife and baby. Oh, no the catch in some versions of the tale he's the one responsible for their deaths oh so maybe it's a case of split personality or something of that ilk like no it really depends on which source you read between all the stories the bunny man is said to be responsible for about 30 deaths and many missing pets oh that's sad Apparently, the, the 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 pets thing is sadder to me than the 30 deaths. The people, teenagers, bleh, whatever. According to Johnson's University of Maryland study, an overview of the bunny man variations, which sounds like a, like a weird, like a or like a weird, um, like orchestral, yes, you know, like, like, uh, a, like, a, like a quartet. Or just like collection of pieces, yeah. you know, like the Four Seasons is like, yeah. A series of movements, the bunny man variations. I like it. It also sounds like a acapella group. 
<laughs> they all wear bunny suits. <laughs> um, anyway, an overview revealed the following. 14 different geographic locations are mentioned. 18 involve the bunny man chasing or frightening people, usually children, of with a hatchet or axe. Ew. 14 tell of attacks on cars. Nine claim he attacked a couple parked in a car, usually in a lover's lane type of scenario. Mm-hmm. Five accuse him of vandalism on homes or buildings. And only three mentioned a murder. Oh. And granted, like we said, this was in 1973. Yeah. So, you know th- how things tend to spiral and get going. People are creative. Yeah. So those were our legends. But unlike many of the things we cover on the show, there are actually real stories behind <laughs> this. What? Really? <laughs> yes. So Fairfax County Public Library historian slash archivist Brian A. Conley has extensively researched the Bunny Man legend. Wait, I think I know this. I love this dude. <laughs> and his paper is linked in the show notes. You can check it out. Uh, he specifically cites historical in- inaccuracies for why the bus crash urban legend is false. Okay. Like that Lorton Prison wasn't open until 1916. There's no Fairfax County of a Douglas Griffin and the old Clifton Library where that specific article. There was an article published in like 1999 that was kind of the the real quote unquote account okay. that people pointed to. The link in the article that I was reading, it's a 404. So I can't get to the 1999 one. Um, but basically at the end, that author was like, and if you don't believe me, go check the Clifton Town Library for evidence. But that library doesn't exist, nor has it ever oh. existed. <laughs> So, so that's just a little bit of, you know, poking holes and things. Conley did, however, find evidence that might explain part of the legend's tragic backstory. The event happened in February 1949 and made headlines for months. The gruesome slayings of a mother, Frances Holliber, and her eight-month-old baby girl. The two were found in a shallow grave in Fairfax after disappearing during a car ride with the estranged husband. Oh, no. Charles Holliber later told the police that they had come to see the new lodge at a nudist colony to which Mr. Holliber belonged. Oh, okay. Great. Yeah. So they go to the lodge, supposedly. I was unclear from the piece whether or not they had talked to anyone at the lodge to confirm this or not, or if it was just what he was saying. Hmm. Uh, and then shortly thereafter, their car got stuck in the mud. And he claimed that his wife took the baby and just like walked away. And he slept in the car and then like got a ride back to DC and then reported his wife missing when she didn't show up. That doesn't sound correct. Well, anyway, so the police go looking and then they realize that the ground that they're standing on feels really soft. So they soon find the victims in a shallow grave. Francis had been beaten and shot, and the baby girl was buried alive. Charles was eventually arrested, convicted, and sent to a mental institution. Okay. And he told the police that he originally was not planning to report his wife missing but then his car got stuck like he was planning to just do it and like drive away and 
be done with it. But then he was like, well, people probably saw my car and da da da. So anyway, he's trash. They sent him to a mental institution, apparently not one located locally because one did not exist in Fairfax County ever. There was never an insane asylum in Fairfax County. Mm. Uh, but perhaps, as so often happens, this crime became attributed to an inhuman monster, a legend, uh, because the thought of the culprit being a member of the community was just too unsettling. Probably the thought of the culprit being human was a bit too much. Yeah, so they were like, oh, some crazy murderer bunny man. Which honestly probably made them sleep better at night. Yeah. The librarian, back to him. Love him. He has located two incidents of a man in a bunny, uh, a bunny, bun- <laughs> a rabbit costume. <laughs> of a, man. a man in a bunny costume. Uh, like Elwood's. <laughs> no. A man in a rabbit costume threatening people with an axe. The vandalism reports occurred 10 days apart in 1970 in Burke, Virginia. The first incident was reported on the evening of October 19, 1970 okay. by U.S. Air Force Academy cadet Robert Bennett and his fiance, who were visiting relatives on Guinea Road in Burke. Around midnight, while returning from a football game, the Air Force Navy game, they reportedly parked their car in a field on Guinea Road to, quote, And I thought it was funny that they put this in quotes. To quote, visit an uncle who lived across the street from where the car was parked. That's weird that you would put that in quotes. But I guess if they said it. I think it was. Well, I think it was more like you and your fiance parked to go visit. Okay. All right. Yeah. Um, You know. I mean, maybe truly that's what they did, but it maybe. might also be a weird euphemism. Forget it. Maybe they stopped and they wanted, they were just smooching a little bit before they got out of the car. And then this I happened. think you're cute. I think you're cute too. Well, Let's so. get we're married. Get married. <laughs> As they sat in the front seat with the motor running, they noticed something moving outside the rear window. Ew. 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 Moments later, the front passenger window was smashed and there was a white clad figure standing near the broken window. Bennett turned the car around while the man screamed at them about trespassing, including, you're on private property and I have your tag number. As they drove down the road, the couple discovered a hatchet on the car floor. Ew. When the police requested a description of the man, Bennett insisted he was wearing a white suit with long bunny ears. Insisted. Uh, however, Bennett's fiance contested their assailant did not have bunny ears on his head, but was wearing a white caprio of sort. And I had to look it up. That's like the pointy religious hats that sometimes get worn in Catholicism, but also major clan vibes. KKK. Yeah. Yeah. They both remembered seeing his face clearly, but in the darkness, they could not determine his race. The police returned the hatchet to Bennett after an examination. I don't want that. To which I was like, uh, thank you, I guess. Like, uh, I don't want that. Okay, but if we, we put it up on your wall, you're like, one time we got attacked by a bunny man. <laughs> like, if that happened, we'd have it up here in the pot. Oh, for like, real. Like, it would be in an archival case. Oh, for real. Let's be honest. An archival case. I almost died. <laughs> Look. <Lit. laughs> Conley, the librarian, 
was able to track down the still married couple that had the hatchet thrown at them. While they didn't particularly want to talk about the 45-year-old incident, they did confirm it happened. They shared vivid details, Conley says, as did the aunt who helped them after the accident. Quote, she remembered very clearly combing glass from the shattered (gasps) glass window out of the girl's hair. Oh, God, that's scary. I don't like that. Well, that's the end of that incident. The second reported sighting occurred on the evening of October 29th, 1970, Mm -hmm. when construction security guard Paul Phillips approached a man standing on the porch of an unfinished house in Kings Park West on Guinea Road. Phillips said the man was wearing a gray, black, and white bunny suit, was about 20 years old, 5 foot 8, and weighed about 175 pounds. The man began chopping at a porch post with a long-handled axe, saying, You are trespassing. If you come any closer, I'll chop off your head. Ew. And so Phillips returned to his car to get his handgun. Oh. And when he returned, the bunny man was gone. Good. I was like, yeah, good. Run away. Leave. (laughs) Please leave. Fairfax County Police opened investigations into both incidents, but both were eventually closed for lack of evidence. However, according to Conley's research, the Fairfax County Police Department has no official record of the October 18th assault on Robert Bennett and his fiancée, but they do have an investigation report related to the October 29th vandalism incident. So I don't know why one source would say one thing and one would, but, but they talked to the people, it happened. Yep, okay. In the weeks following the incidents, more than 50 people contacted the police claiming to have seen the body man. The body man. Several newspapers, including the Washington Post, reported that the bunny man had eaten a man's runaway cat. Oh. Yeah. The Post articles that mentioned this incident included Man in Bunny Suit, Sought in Fairfax, October 22nd, 1970. And I loved this little, this was the opening line of the article. Fairfax County Police said yesterday they are looking for a man who likes to wear, quote, white bunny rabbit costume, unquote, and throw hatchets through car windows, period. Honest, period. <laughs> like, do you like, instead of, instead of, do you like pina coladas? It's, do you like throwing a hatchet <laughs> and wearing all bunny suit? It's just the honest got me. Like, whichever report, it was like, yeah, I can't believe I'm writing about this either. Yeah, dude, honest. this is, honestly, this is, they're, they're looking for a bunny-suited man <laughs> with an axe. Babe, you'll never believe what happened at work today. Um, <laughs> the other articles are The Rabbit Reappears from October 31st, Bunny Man Seen, November 4th, and Bunny Reports Are Multiplying, November 6th. <laughs> Uh, multiplying like rabbits rabbits. (laughs) (laughs) you know some guy with like a fro in the 70s was like i'm funny this is so funny i am so funny the bunny man never made an official reappearance but it seemed an axe man as he called himself did call up the construction company king's park west subdivision and accused accused them of dumping tree limbs and construction debris on his property. And now I'm going to read you a little blurb from the Washingtonian. To this day, no one knows who the bunny man was or what motivated him. Conley knows that any theory he has is pure speculation, 
but he thinks it could be related to an elderly man, a curmudgeon, quote-unquote, who owned the property that the couple was supposedly trespassing on. Although the man had died a year or two earlier, maybe a younger family member took up his cause. Perhaps it was just a person who didn't like the development in the region going on at the time. Additionally, if the bunny man was in his early 20s in the 1970s, then he likely would still be alive today. Quote, unless he got careless with his hatchet, jokes Conley. <laughs> As of this writing, no one has come forward and admitted to being the notorious bunny man. Bunny man. Now we're going to talk a little bit about pop culture. Yay! Though the story lures the thrill seekers on Halloween and throughout the year, the locals aren't interested. Nope. No parking is allowed along the road, and the police are regularly patrolling the area on Halloween to scare off any rabid Bunny Man fans. So don't get any ideas. Or if you do, don't drive. If you do want a chance to visit... All you have to do is search up Google Maps Bunny Man Bridge and it'll take you right there. The Bunny Man Bridge was featured in a 2001 Fox documentary called Scariest Places on Earth. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> in 2011, a slasher film titled Bunny Man was Great. released. Mm hmm. The 2017 Amazon original series, Lore, based on the podcast of the same name, uses the Bunny Man legend to introduce the second episode of season one. While potentially not a direct reference to the Bunny Man, the video game Dead by Daylight introduced a killer in 2017 named the Huntress, a woman who wears a bunny mask and attacks by either swinging an axe or throwing a hatchet. Holland, you'll have to report back as our resident video game person. And folklorist. And folklorist. And Marissa. I don't know if Marissa listens to the pod, but they both are folk folklore people. Great. Uh, some people also believe that the creepy bunny character Frank in the film Donnie Darko oh, yeah. is inspired by the Fairfax Bunny Man. The movie was directed by Richard Kelly, who grew up in Virginia, so it's possible he may have heard the story. Of course, neither Emma nor I will be watching it, so film buffs will just have to write into the show to give their hot takes. Yeah, no thank you. My creative writing teacher in high school was obsessed with Donnie Darko. Mm. If that That's gives you flag. any vibes, yeah. That's a red flag. Um, he, was a, he was a fairly nice guy working at a Catholic high school, but mm. for some reason he was like, Donnie Darko's one of the 20th, 21st century's best movies ever. And I was like, I know that it's scary. I bet he also loves Pulp Fiction. Probably. Yeah. I don't know. I, I hope you're doing well wherever you are. Was this the teacher before or after the lady got fired for slapping a child? This was a completely different school. Oh, this was this was so sophomore me. year of high school <laughs> before we moved. Okay, I see. Senior year was the slapper. Sorry, I don't have my timeline correct. I know. I'm a fake fan. <laughs> <laughs> instead of instead of a best friend, you're a fan. I'm a super fan. <laughs> I'm a super fan. I'm a stan. Um, there you go. I like that. That's a sweet way to think about your friends. <laughs> no, like in celebrity culture, stans are like bad. They're like creepy. No, I mean like like a fan. If you're like a fan of of your friends, yeah, I know like, the that's lore. Fun. I know, I like, know the lore. This season, this, this season, season on, like, I'm a reoccurring character in like season twenty. 
Yep. Season oh. 19. Oh, yeah? Season 19. Wow. Yeah. Uh, in, <laughs> I'm like, I don't know how to segue. In case you were curious, the Bunny Man Bridge has a rating of four out of five stars on Yelp. Great. <laughs> it is, however, marked as, quote, not good for kids. I, I'm I'm glad that someone has made that designation. I appreciate it. Sure. I, I did link to the Yelp reviews Amazing. in the show. I really recommend it because some people are really funny and like in on the joke. And then other people are like, there was a Karen who yelled at me for trying to be in the neighborhood and it wasn't worth it. And I was like, the fact that you took the time. Some people have too much time on their hands. Truly. And to wrap it up on a lighter note. There's a local business in Fairfax that leans into the legend of the Bunny Man. Bunny Man Brewing offers up merch, events, and of course, beverages to the locals. And I think we should definitely go. I'm into that. I would really like to do that. I already checked the menu and they do brew things other than beer. <gasps> what else? They have several hard seltzers. Oh, perfect. Although they had a few. Hold on. This this wasn't in the show. This wasn't. We're going off the rails, but that's okay. It's a shorter episode. Um, Bunny Man Brewery. Bunny Man Brewing, excuse me, bunnymanbrewing.com. It's also linked in the show notes. But see, this is a problem because I read things and I'm like, I could drink that. That sounds interesting. <laughs> Maybe they do flights. But like, come on, a barrel aged s'mores milk stout. Well, that sounds good. Right? I think honestly you'd like milk this stouts. Is, this is you, the dark bunny. It's an almond vanilla milk stout. Yum. But then they also have apricot, blueberry, orange, hard cider. That's a Shannon. And the one I'm really excited about is pineapple and plum oh, hard cider. There it is. Pineapple, Shannon. <laughs> you, cherry vanilla hard seltzer. Ooh, I will like that. Yeah. I think you'd also like this. Barrel-aged chocolate orange milk stout. <gasps> yes, Christmas in a cup. <laughs> so anyway, we should talk to Donnie, um, not Donnie Darko. And uh, we should we should go. Yeah. For once, something on the pod road trip is actually nearby, nearby so we can yeah. actually do it. You know, if we're feeling really crazy, we could drive to the bridge if we wanted to yeah. um, in the middle of the day. Mm -hmm. Well, weirdly, my cousins lived in Fairfax Station. Mm -hmm. And while I don't have any stories from them, I'm yeah. sure that if I called Danny and was like, what do you know about the bunny man? I guarantee you, being a teenage teenage yeah, I'm boy. Like, did you ever go and like party at midnight on the bridge? I guarantee you. Because that's what a bunch of people in the Yelp reviews, they were like, yo, we used to we used to mess around in high school on this bridge. We'd bring girls out there that didn't know the story and we'd freak them out. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like I guarantee you, Danny definitely did that. Maybe Matt too. Matt Matt, I don't know. I bet you if I if I called Danny, he'd be like, Yeah, we definitely did that. Do it. Get a voice memo. <laughs> yeah. His <laughs> I will say, he is one of the funniest people I know. His childhood is hilarious to me, purely based on the fact that he was just wild, but in a logical sense. <laughs> so, like, there was one day where he, I think it was, like, third or fourth grade, he decided, I'm done with school. He got up, left the room, and they were like, going to the bathroom? He's like, yeah, sure. Uh-huh. Um, and <laughs> he leaves. Story. He leaves school walks down the street to the supermarket and gets on one of the, like, uh, old people vroom vrooms. <laughs> and, of course, the supermarket, like, clerk was like, 
hello, where are your parents? Here's like all of this. So he absconds with it out the door Stop. and goes through the parking lot. These things don't move fast, y'all. You know what I'm talking about. And he's just like, luckily, the supermarket guy is like walking next to him at normal speed. Yeah. Luckily, the supermarket guy was like, oh, this is Danny. I know his parents. He called his dad and was like, Dan's here. <laughs> you gotta Your come pick him up. On the and he was still in the parking lot trying to move when his dad pulled up and was like, What, what are, are you doing? doing? <laughs> he wow. also had friends when he was younger whose parents were uh, Vietnamese. Mm-hmm. And when they and they, they immigrated, had their kids and named their twins Viet and Nam. Oh. So strong choice. Strong choice. But like having friends, like you're never gonna forget their name. No. Never going to forget their names. Or where they're from. Or where they're from. So. I bet the was food great. was at their house was banging, though. Oh, yeah. Delicious. I mean, I don't know. But, like, I, I had <laughs> Vietnamese friends growing up, and their their house was great. Yeah. My best friend in, like, second grade, Tyler Yamashita, they lived downstairs in the apartment building. And her parents were from Guam. Ooh. And her mom would make really good food. I don't remember specifics, but I just remember. But I mean, like, you re- you remember good food. Like, you yeah. you don't remember what it was, but you're like, I don't care what it's called. I don't, as long as it's delicious. delicious. Get in my face. It's the only reason I love lumpia is because someone Ugh. just handed it to me. And I was like, what is this? And they were like, eat it. And I was like, great. Shout out to <laughs> Aileen's mom from Encore. Because, oh, yeah. oh, so it was the best day in the office when Aileen's mom would just cook a bunch of lumpia. And other stuff, too, but I mainly remember the lumpia and bring it into the office. So good. And now whenever I have lumpia... You compare it to that. Yeah. And I always text Aileen. I was like, your mom's just better. Yeah. Well, it's like Kat's family. They're Filipino. Mm-hmm. And I asked her once, I was like, can we make lumpia? When we were like, with like as a family, we were like having some mm-hmm. holiday. And she was like, ah, I mean, sure. I like I don't make it because her mom would always make it. Mm-hmm. And then when she moved, she was like, "There's no reason for it. Like, it's not one of her favorites. Mm-hmm. Or at least I don't. I don't know if it is. Cat, is it one of your favorites? I don't remember you saying that. <laughs> right um, into the pod. Right into one the pod. One sentence email. <laughs> it's like I don't like lupia or something like that. I yeah. know she does, but like it's fine. <laughs> she someone had made her a whole like freezer bag full of uh, like lumpia to be fried uh-huh. and she was like i'm never gonna make these i have two other bags do you want one <laughs> i was like yes. yes did you bring it home like, i did i brought I it all the I way here that. yeah <laughs> i was like yay yeah we fried them up they were delicious uh, anyway write in with your favorite foods <laughs> yeah and if you've got any crazy I'm fun uh kid stories because <laughs> yeah Trying to abscond with an old people vroom vroom in order to not get in trouble is one of my favorite stories of Danny's. Incredible. So we'll um, see if he's got some. Yeah. But yeah, I want to go. I do want to go see the bridge. Okay. I don't necessarily want to like we don't go there at night out. or no, get out or anything. Also, not. I know that you can't go all the way under the bridge. It, like there's no through road anymore. So you have to like you go through and then you have to turn around. Oh, and yeah. Come you have back. to turn around. Yeah. So... Like on Halloween when people do go, it's just a huge long line of cars. Oh, yeah. And the locals are annoyed. Yeah, absolutely they are. I would just like start charging a toll. That, yes. (laughs) Just be like, you want me to move my my little camping chair? Five bucks. Five dollars. Thank you. And it goes to the- Give me your candy. It goes to the Fairfax Library for more research. (laughs) We love it. Love it. We should write out. We'll write to them. We'll write to them. We'll get it. What's up? We figured it out. 
Um, but yeah, thanks for listening. Thanks for being here. And remember, this podcast doesn't exist. But apparently, the bunny, the bunny man, man might. He does. Yeah. I was like, what are you making that sound for? <laughs> Wow.